Hello everyone, welcome to the Joking Dolphin Gaming Pod. I'm Mark and as always I'm joined by Matthew. Hello. And Nathan. Hey up. How are we doing? Good. Good. I had a birthday. So I am... Oh yeah, how'd that go? Yeah, yeah. I'm now... How old am I now? I'm 18 <laughs> with 14 years experience. Yeah, that's Actually, that. am I? Yeah, sounds well, You know right. you had a good birthday if you can't remember it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. No, we're good. I, I got the game that I wanted. Hey. So. What, what was the game? I'm oh, not going to tell that. you. Fair enough. It. Oh, okay. Ooh. Fair enough. Fair enough. Sure, we'll move on to the news then. Yes. Yep. Right. Shall we start with some controversial news, shall we say? We like our controversial news here. Oh, yeah. So last year, um, if you followed anything regarding the entertainment industry, there was a number of strikes for writers and actors. Um, and a lot of that was down to... Uh, perhaps the use of AI in work. I mean, there's other things as well involved, like pay, rights, benefits, that kind of thing. But AI was also a hot topic as well. And then this past week, in a controversial move, the Screen Actors Guild American Federation of Television and Radio Artists, or SAG-AFTRA, appended uh, a deal with a company called Replica, Replica to, who specialise in AI. Um and here's an excerpt from the website announcing the deal. The agreement between the leading AI voice company and the world's largest performers union will enable Replica to engage SAG-AFTRA members under a fair ethical agreement to safely create and license a digital replica of their voice. Licensed voices, voices, not the word, <laughs> licensed voices can be used in video game development and other interactive media projects from pre-production to final release. Approved by affected members of the union's voiceover performer community, this contract marks an important step towards the ethical use of AI voices in creative projects by game developers and sets the basis for fair and equitable employment of voice actors as they explore the new revenue opportunities provided by AI. In addition to establishing minimum terms and conditions, the agreement ensures performer consent and negotiation for uses of their digital voice double and requires that performance have the opportunity to opt out of its continued use in new works. So that's the gist of it from the website. Now, a lot of people have criticised this, if you've been following it. Labelling it as sort of like a betrayal of voice actors. Why? They can opt out if they want to, and they get to make their own deals. Well, have you listened to the opinions of some people involved? Uh, yeah, it's mainly down to people not being questioned about it. So, despite the union saying they asked the members, it turns out that might not really have been the case. Okay. According to quite a few members. So the union signed the deal without asking, putting it through his members? It would appear so. Not a very good union. <laughs> not really, is it? <laughs> I mean, I, I can give you some examples. So, mm-hmm. these are like uh, people within the you know, voice acting community, who on Twitter, slash X. So Steve Bloom, who's quite prolific, um, mm. is, he said, Excuse me, with all due respect, you stated the article approved by affected members of the union's voiceover performer community. Nobody in our community approved this that I know of. Games are the bulk of my livelihood and have been for years. Who are you referring to? And then we've got uh, 
Uh, voice actor casting director Samantha A. Morrison said uh, no voice actor would willingly approve this. AI has no place in voiceover or the arts in general. And Veronica Taylor, who provided voice of Ash in Pokemon. How has this agreement passed without notice or vote? Voice to be used as a training data set. Why can't the actual actor be used for the video game? Every job brings a unique opportunity for an actor to act. Encouraging allowing AI replacement is a slippery slope downward. So, thoughts on this then? I'm seeing you've got you you've got more positive thoughts about it, Nate. I feel. I I believe as long as the voice actors are compensated and if it's what they want to do, then that's okay. Because the way I see it is that if they sign off to license their voice to be used in AI, then they could potentially make more money from that because then they could work on more projects at a time with the use of AI. Don't you think the art of art of voiceover is being lost though? If you get an AI to do it, I can you know, understand you, that. You could, for instance, like let's say you're doing a voiceover thing. Mm-hmm. You, the director of the game will tell you read this line, and then you perform that line in ten different variations. Are you really going to be able to replicate that with the AI? Potentially so. Well, I don't know, but you're not going to get the certain nuance. With the acting, are you? No, I can understand that, yeah, because obviously it's using an algorithm rather than it's that person's voice and they can put their own feeling into it. So I can understand that, that some things might be lost, but I can also understand the commercial aspect of it. But as artists, I imagine there will be a lot of backlash and I don't understand why this in air quotes, vote didn't really happen if they don't know about it. That, well, listen, that, that's what it, I'm this, against. Yeah, this is the thing is, if they voted to think this deal was a positive, then fair enough. But, you know, it's, it's their rights to do that. But if they've not been asked about it, which it seems like, that's really not good when you spent, what, a good portion of last year basically fighting this sort of stuff. Yeah, that's it. And yeah. then it just goes straight through within this industry when a different industry fought against it and went on hiatus for however long. I, just, I feel this is worrying for the lesser known voice actors. For instance, let's just take Troy Baker, for example. You know, very recognisable, you know. Mm-hmm. If you can get his voice, I can imagine a lot of people might want to do that through AI. But Joe Bloggs, Who's not so well known as that? They're not. He's never going to. They're never going to get a, a step on the ladder, are they? Well, if Troy Baker's AI voice is doing fifty different projects at a time. Well, that, that, yeah, it's the thing. But it's, and not just Troy Baker, but obviously there's loads of others mm. who are well known. Mm. But I don't think the AI thing is going to help lesser known actors. I think it's only going to help the well known ones. Yeah, probably, because people are going to be willing to pay for that. Where for the lesser known actors that have not been as big a project, they might not be as willing. But then again, the price will be cheaper. So it's something that each company's got to look at if this does happen. Yeah, I can, I can mm. totally understand that. Yeah. I, th- I think there's, I think there's fair points from both sides. 
I think obviously the biggest sticking point here was that clearly it seems as though no well-respected actor or actress was actually consulted over this deal, which is going to be obviously pretty uh, negative look on the whole thing straight away. Um, yeah, it's it's a tough one. It's a really tough one because um, I mean AI is pretty much seeping through into all aspects of life at this point. I think it's all about how do we use it correctly um, from all points of view, whether it's commercial, whether it's moral, whether it's legal. Um, it's going to be one of those things. It's going to be how it's how it's treated. I think from a case by case basis really the thing is you you talk about like any up, up and coming um act, you know voice actors and that might get kind of left by the wayside but then they could also be seeing this as well if i get you know a gig in this my voice can then be used throughout multiple different um media aspects not just video games could be advertisements or that kind of stuff and that could be one way of getting your voice out there quicker. Obviously not authentic, but... I was going to say, I'd argue it's not your voice. Well, that's it, isn't it? It's, that, there's the big argument for it as well, is that it's not really you, is it? It's just a, a replica, of, a digital replica. Well, as part of that deal, then you would have to sit down and record your voice and you saying words in different ways... And different then languages, di- even. yeah, potentially different languages, yeah. Um, and then that then be used to create a script of what you're going to say. And then potentially from there, AI can be used just to augment it to what they need it to be. Mm. AI is an inevitability. So I think there had to be some form of deal at some point because it was going to seep into that. The business anyway is there was no stopping it. But, I think I say I think in terms of you've bringing, got to, you've got to have them involved though. Yeah, in terms of bringing AI in, I think you, you have to have um, contracts and stuff in place for the correct usage of a voice actor's voice. Because I can I can already see this going kind of spiraling out of control. You're already seeing like deep fakes of adult content of, you know, certain actresses or actors that have definitely not been involved in in that kind of stuff. And then you're going to get that same with voices and stuff. Like, yeah. like early on, it's all it's all a bit of a meme, you know, we get to hear Donald Trump and Barack Obama playing COD zombies, and it's all a bit of fun. But then put that voice under a bit of a more serious tone and bit of a controversial video and then we don't we don't know what's real or what's fake i mean right now it's it's easy to know what's fake because there are certain cues well, there that is, AI yeah makes, like but... ai can't really do um nuance or real kind of changing pitch or tone it's very kind of deep pan flat but that- yeah, at the moment. Once it gets better. Yeah, that's exactly. at the moment. But well, yeah, that's it. You in give two, it three years time. Like, what's the thing is, for all we know, this might actually be a good deal. We don't know. 
It's just... Well, that's it as well. The lack of involvement from people who you are supposed to be representing. Yeah. It's a complete lack of trust, which is not exactly what a union is supposed to be. No, no. no. Now we need a strike against the union. (laughs) I mean, they voted to be able to go on strike in uh, November. So... I mean, I don't know. It's just a tricky situation, isn't it? Yeah. From top, from, from top to bottom, like yeah. the AI question is tricky, and the way that this has been handled has just made it even worse. <laughs> to be honest. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. we just have to see how it gets used. If it is going to be. I think, yeah, I think we we need almost an example to see what this really, you know, what is the deal. So. But yeah, it's been handled terribly. Um, really should have been more kind of transparent on like this whole thing. <laughs> One thing that I'd like to see, just that would blow my mind, is a game comes out with like absolutely fantastic dialogue and really hits deep in terms of story, and then at the very end of the game in the credits, nobody just AI. And this whole entire game was made by AI. Yeah. Then I do, believe. We, do we really want I this? think that might be the time where I get very worried if AI can make games without any human input. <laughs> well, the possibilities would be endless. Actually, yeah, saying people's that, imaginations that, are endless. That might be not such a bad thing because we'd be able to get games out quicker. So rather than these five, ten year cycles, we'd be able to do them in one, two years. Think about I don't, much I don't think games quicker. Backlog's big enough as it is. Yeah. Get AI, get AI to play the backlog, and then you can start. <laughs> no, no, because because then I mean this is my problem with procedural generation. That's effectively what games will become, and they are the worst kind of games. I think. I'm not a fan of procedural generated stuff because there's no heart or soul to it. I mean, it, it depends. Depends on. No, it doesn't depend. There's no heart or soul to it. Well, all procedural generation is is seeds of our ideas already. Yeah, yeah but it's not specifically, is it? It's like, right, it's, it's, it's like, I like the idea of like an open world game and going to somewhere and finding a specific little thing that somebody has specifically put there purposely for you to try and find. It's like, oh, it's like a little Easter egg. Procedure generation, it's not exciting when you find stuff. Because it's just random stuff everywhere. Is that not the fun? No. The random stuff? No. It's all about exploring, though, isn't it? No. I mean, that's pretty much what Minecraft is. So? Biggest <laughs> game in the world. That doesn't mean anything. I don't play Minecraft. Well, I know, you're a... Mm. Choose your words carefully. <laughs> yes, choose your words carefully. You are a very... I just... I just like the idea that a developer has purposely put something there for us to find. That there's it is re- nice. There was, there was a reason why they put it there. Yeah, I mean, obviously, no, we, we've obviously. had questions about Easter eggs in the past, and we really enjoy yeah. stuff like that. Like, on Gears of War, what is it, Gears of War 2, if you look in a certain window at a certain angle, you can see someone crapping on the toilet. That's hilarious. Love that. I just, okay. We'll get that from AI. Well, you might do. <laughs> Maybe. But a, a sticky situation, I'll say. But it might be a bit of time till we see the fruits of that. Who knows? Maybe people won't even take it up on the offer. 
Oh, maybe. Mm. Depends how much money they throw at them, I think. <laughs> well, talking about a sticky situation. Don't know if you guys have been seeing the uh, latest previews for Rocksteady's Suicide Squad game. Well, okay, you're insinuating that everybody's hated it, but I've, uh, I've seen some positive reviews. So I'm kind of torn about what's actually going on here. There does, there does seem to be a bit of mixture of uh, impressions for the game at the moment. So um, recently, a lot of game outlets, um, I imagine influencers and, and whatnot, got to play sort of like a beta preview for uh, Suicide Squad, Kill the Justice League. And it has it has been very mixed. Uh, I've seen a lot. Of, well, firstly, I mean, I've seen pictures of the UI, and good God, what? <laughs> I mean, it makes Assassin's Creed look like a bare, clean could. Like, what is going on? It's just there's so it's just so much information on the screen at one time. Um, I mean, there's be. This seems to be a mixture on the actual gameplay itself. I've seen some people actually quite enjoy it. They like how the characters feel a little different from one another. Um, and actually like doing the gunplay and stuff. I've seen a few people say it's fun. I've seen the opposite of that where they say it's quite clunky. Um, movement just doesn't seem to be that much different between the characters. So what um, we've established here is that Nobody seems to know. No, no, he doesn't. <laughs> Everyone's got yeah. their own opinion. Mm. <laughs> but, you know, everyone loses an opinion, don't they? So, the thing that's actually come out of this news that I thought was quite interesting, and I don't know if this is just because this is the first time I've, I've publicly seen a, a company come out, or I shouldn't say a company, a developer's come out and said this, or whether it's like, People actually, you know, developers do do this, you just don't say it. You know, people can come out with what, what they think and stuff. But Rockstar's essentially come out and said, uh, those, the participants on the closed alpha that got invited um, some time ago, um, they're lifting the NDA on them being able to talk about their preview of the game. So when people were playing the alpha of it, um, now they're not, not allowed to show any gameplay, any screenshots or whatnot, but they can actually talk about their experience. Um, and apparently a lot of people are, seem to be more positive when they played the alpha than all these previews that have come out on the beta. Um, which I think is just now confusing everything at this point. Cause it's like, okay, people could enjoy the alpha, but you, you've got a beta that surely should have been Bill upon, but now it seems like it's not as good. I don't know. It's, it's such a confusing period for Rockstar at the moment. I think oh, they're just trying to call back marketing, though, aren't they? I think this is it. It's just been nothing you, you but negativity. So yeah, I think I think you could see that this is seen as like a, a ploy of like, oh, we can get at least people to say good things. Yeah. So we can try and balance it out. It's like. <sighs> Because if you're not saying anything and all you're hearing is negativity, then... Mm. And plus, this is like this thing where if you tend to have an NDA that goes very close to the why of the release of the game, that's always seen as a bad thing. 
uh, just sometimes it's possible. Yeah. Um. But generally, if you if you're confident, you you kind of like say reviews can be done a week before the game comes out. But when you look yeah, at things like Cyberpunk, where you couldn't say anything up to the release of that, mm. you know. Well, unless you played the PC version. Well, yeah. The if one that actually PC worked. Version, then, you know, it was, it was game of the year. But, mm. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's just a very bad time. I'm steady. And I, I feel think, quite bad. The thing is, I like them as a developer. Yeah. It's, I don't think it looks terrible, the game. I think, no, I think I'm sure I think it's just it will be fine. Really good. It's as, just... as a, sorry, as a multiplayer. I think it might be quite good, you know, if you've got a team. It could be, yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, which I'm like trying to keep my fingers crossed on that, at least at that point. It's just, I think, I think because they, they set such a high bar with their, you know, Arkham trilogy. But it's, it's what Warner Brothers has told them to do, isn't it? <laughs> Let's be honest. Well, yeah, I mean, I think I read a, I don't know if this is confirmed or not. I read somewhere that, um, one of the one of the previews they did, so like maybe about a year ago or so, when we first started seeing sort of the gameplay and we were seeing like you know uh, numbers flying off the enemies and stuff, you can see how much damage you're doing. Apparently they got so much kind of negativity over that that apparently they spent like a long time gutting that system out of Suicide Squad, so you don't see the numbers anymore. <laughs> but apparently it took them a long time to actually like change that whole thing. Which is probably why it's been so many delays. Um, but yeah. I mean, for me, it's a case of I think it's just going to be I'm just going to treat it like I did Avengers. Just wait till it comes out, listen, listen to reviews, and then get it on cheap eventually. Yeah. Don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. been like you did on Payday Three, mate. Just. Well, yeah. yeah. Still, still not played that. <laughs> but. Uh, well, who knows? Maybe it comes out, and maybe it's fantastic. Who knows? You know, you never know. But, when when's okay. it due out again? Do we get a date? It's due on the second of February. Okay. So not not long. A couple long of weeks. Mm. So we shall see very very soon. I do hope it's good for you, for you guys. Obviously, I'm not overly bothered about it, but yeah. <laughs> right. Anyway. Last year, Xbox did a developer direct, and they're going to be doing another one a bit later on this month. So on the 18th of January, um, they're going to be hosting another developer direct um, from their main companies. Um, So IGN came out with um, something a few days ago, just outlining what we should expect to see. Now, one of the games uh, from Machine Games is Indiana Jones, so we should hopefully be seeing a bit more on that. Mm. Quite exciting. Um, Obsidian's Avowed. Um, Oxide Games is Aura, History Untold. I think that's how we pronounce it, but anyway. Um, and then the one that I'm looking forward to the most is Ninja Theories, Senua's Saga Hellblade 2. Because um, I played a bit of the first one, it is mind bending, and I love it. So, yeah, um, so we got that coming up on the 18th, and that's going to be at 12 p.m. Um, PT, no pun intended. 
um, 3 p.m. ET and 8 p.m. our time GMT. So, yeah, think about watch that and see what takes place. Speaking of Indiana Jones, um, Lucasfilm, it turns out, have registered some domains. Which may suggest what the title for this upcoming game is. No. It's believed that the game will, will be called, if these are to be believed, it will be called Indiana Jones and the Great Circle. I thought it was going to be called the Crystal Leg or something like that. Let's go around <laughs> all the body parts. The Crystal Leg. There <laughs> we go, we've got the Crystal Heart. I mean, it's not a fantastically exciting name. But yeah, I mean, it doesn't, it doesn't just, reveal much, does it? This globe trotting, you know, circle, circumference, equator. I don't know it's something, like, to do with, something to do with the centre of the Earth, something like that. I feel like at least the film titles had something related. I mean, well, obviously, well, it, might maybe it will be related. <laughs> it's just, I, I don't know. Like when, when you hear like you know the Last Crusade, it just, I don't know, it sounds. More adventure than the Great Circle. True. True. But who does? Don't ask yeah. me. <laughs> but I'm really fucking forward to seeing some things about this game. I'm, you know, real like Indiana Jones. It's been a long time since we've had a good Indiana Jones game. Machine, uh, machine games are great. I remember playing one. What was it on? I think it was on PC that I really enjoyed. Is this Fate of Atlantis? It might have been, yeah. I think it was also was it also on the original Xbox. I remember there was an Indiana Jones game on there. I don't. It was decent. Know. Um, I'd have to get search it. I had the Last Crusade game on Mega Drive. I really liked that. Mm. That was good. But I can remember playing an Indiana Jones game. It was like a point-and-click adventure. Oh, I can't remember what it was called. Is it? Oh, right. Oh, was that the Fair Lands? No, this was more like a 3D um, adventure game. I think it might be on Xbox, but it feels like Indiana Jones should be like the easiest IP to make games off of. Like, why have they not made as many? I think Uncharted have kind of stolen its thunder, isn't it? Yeah, that's a little bit. Yeah, not that so Uncharted's bad. <laughs> no, it don't. No, it don't. <laughs> just get the Indiana Jones IP yeah. and just stick a hat and a whip on it. You know, there we go. <laughs> there we go. Well, one thing they could do, actually, utilising AI, is use um, Harrison Ford's voice for the game. (laughs) It's fine. Just use an impressionist. (laughs) Right, well, we have potential up-and-coming new DualSense controller. Ooh. I love a bit of hardware. Oh, I bet you do. Uh, you could say it's a bit of a version 2, maybe a bit of a revision on it. So, this got spotted on a Walmart Canada listing. I thought it was Best Buy. Oh, I've got this down from, uh, Walmart. <laughs> maybe they both linked it then. Because <laughs> I'm, I'm, at at I'm looking at the Best Buy listing here. Alright, <laughs> well, oh, right, well i enough. Go. Both made a mess up. Must or do. maybe they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think the average really. I swear these things get leaked all the time. Yeah, it's always it's always like these. It's always like, like a, a retail listing, and it's like, yeah. uh, well, anyway, this new controller 
uh, is going to come bundled with a charging station, mm. and reckon it'll have a exceptional 12-hour battery life. That's really good. pretty good. Since the current one's only about six, isn't it? So, yeah, pretty much double. So, at the at the moment, I think the originals last about six hours, roughly. Yeah, so expecting double. Yeah. Um, I don't think there is any other new stuff. No, there's nothing else changed. It's just literally that. just the batteries. Just so the they shoved a bigger battery in, and they're going to make us yeah. pay for a docking station. No, it comes with it, apparently. <laughs> no, it comes with it. Yeah, but you pay Which for is it. a good thing. Well, yeah, but I don't think it's a big increase in price, is it? Uh, it's well, 89 it American the... dollars. Sorry, Canadian dollars. Yeah, so it said it will have the same price as its predecessor. So you'll get the controller and, I suppose, a free... Charging dock. So that's good. That, interesting. The the Best Buy listing has actually been removed now. Is it? I'm just gonna have a check the Walmart one. I bet that's probably disappeared. Yeah. I mean, it's in it's, French. So. We suggest it's legit. I would say. Could be. Be told to, be told to mm. take it down. Well, I just had a look at Canadian dollars. So if I put 19, that works out at 52 pounds and 68 pence. So yeah. if it's what, 55 quid for us, that's not too bad. We normally pay about what, 60 full price? We won't British get the charges. We won't get the charging station. No. Probably not. We'll be lucky to get the battery. They'll just lie to <laughs> us and just pack the old one. Yeah, that's well, good. So they're trying to plug it in as much. So that I need a white controller. Because my last one's got the orange juice in it, so. Was that the only white controller you had? Yeah. Well, the orange controller, I should say. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, say, I think mine, I think one of the thumbsticks has got a bit of a drift, so. Actually, I've, I've gone through quite a few PS5 controllers, I've just realised. Like, I've, I've gone got, through three. That I've got, uh, I've got the white one that I got drift. I've got, and then I got the black one next, and I think that might be in drift as well. I've got the red one. And the R2 button is doesn't have like the force anymore, so it's just like rubbish, basically. And I'm currently on the light blue and the pink one at the moment. Blimey. So far, not killed them yet. Yeah, I just wrecked the white one, and now I'm on rotation with the red and the purple one. That's what I'm trying to do. Like, I'll play with the pink one for a while. Once I put it down. The next time I can select a game session on that, I'll go to the blue one. Try and mix them up and not absolutely wreck one. There's one good thing about the dual center edge. Like you can switch out the analog sticks and stuff easily. So oh yeah, you've got that one as well. It. Yeah. <laughs> I don't use that as much as I should actually. Yeah. I think I think. Sound just, when it comes down to price. <laughs> I just kind of tend to use that. I don't use that on the regular. I tend to use it for like the, you know, the big AAA title story wise games that kind of thing when I, when I play a special game what like EA Sports FC <laughs> whack it out for that <laughs> no you get the cheapest controller for that one. Oh, so that's why you keep missing get, get, get them <laughs> too busy passing the ball to you mate yeah and I'm too busy missing <laughs> but I said he's going to get the mad cat next <laughs> good controller. oh god good times <laughs> good times <laughs> Hey, they were some good controllers back in the day, right? 
I had to light up my oh. cat's control for my PlayStation. And I don't know why, but it didn't register R or L2. So I couldn't put cheats in for Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. <laughs> Devastated. I had a, uh, I had like a, like a see-through green uh, one for my Xbox. Not quite actually. They had to charge it though. It was a bit annoying. There's not enough transparent controls. Yeah. We I've got a... one for my Switch, but yeah, we do need more of that. No, we need a transparent dual sense. That was like a late 90s, early 2000s thing. Like you had the transparent Mac, like computer that had like oh, I, different I had the, colors um, and stuff. I had the transparent Game Boy Color. Yeah, there was that. I love that. I love that. All sorts. But I want to see the inner workings of the haptics. I like to think within the haptics, it's like a little flea pushing up against you, and then it just gets tighter and tighter. Um, yeah. The flea? <laughs> or something, like a little animal. Okay. Just the inner workings of my mind there. Cut that bit. No, no, keep that in. Transparent PS5, that'd be pretty cool. Or any console, should we say? Yeah, I mean, that'd be easy to do, because you can just take the plates off and replace it with a see-through one. Or just take the covers off. Or just keep it. the plates off. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That's how you do it. Joy-Cons. I think the Joy-Cons are pretty... There are, like, aftermarket things you can get, do you know, to put on them. Official. <laughs> Yeah, no messing around. Anyway, going off on a tangent here. Right, so uh, I'm guessing you've probably heard of um, CES. Um, So this is the consumer technology um, kind of show that happens annually. Um, So there's normally, well, for this year, there's been about 4,000 plus exhibitors and over 130,000 attendees. So this is where companies get to show off like the latest technology. So whether it be a toilet, a television, or a car. I like how the first thing you come out with is a toilet. Yeah, well, they, they showed off a cool toilet, like with heated, I, I would say heated seats, but there's only one seat. So heated seat and other cool things like soft closing and most toilets do that anyway, but yeah. Anyway, anyway, enough about this toilet. So, um, they actually wheeled this one out last year, but they came out again. Um, so Honda um, have got a car called the um, Afila. And within this car, you can actually stream your PS5. So I think I've sent you a few pictures so you can see like the insides of it. So in the front of the car, there's a dash with loads of screen real, real estate. So you've got your speedo on the left and then panning across to the right is a massive screen with like loads of panels. But on there, you can actually play your PS5. Um, so it works a little bit like your um, portal. So it streams it. So it's not kind of built, uh, got a built in PS5 with a disk drive, for example. Um, but it is, it is pretty cool. I mean, if you, if you're parked up somewhere, you can then. Um... I was going to say, I was going to point out the obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you're not gonna, you're not gonna beat car it. I mean, you might, what? but it wouldn't be a good idea. You have a round of Fortnite while I'm on my way. Yeah. Well, that, well, um, in the video that I saw of it, they did show off like Fortnite being on like the front of the grill and oh, of course. in the what? car. 
and then they actually uh, showed off it playing a bit of music and like a Taylor Swift thing came and I'm like, ugh, threw up in my <laughs> mouth a bit. Um, but anyway, um, it's mid, mate. We don't entertain that. Um, but yeah, anyway, um, so somebody from IGN um, got in the car. Mid. Why has that become a word now, mid? Why does everybody call things mid? Because they are from? mid. What is it with youth now? So, I keep, I keep seeing that on the internet. Come on, you, come oh, you know, such a, such a, so mid. I, I'm trying to keep, I'm trying to keep words. up with the youth. I'm, I'm, I'm getting old, mate. I'm 32. Got, to, got to try and hold on to it as long as I can. <laughs> but yeah, anyway, um, IGN showed us around the car, so they got in there, got to have a seat, a seat in it, and uh, shows what it's all about. Show us the kind of, the car play side of things. It did look pretty cool. Um, right now it's only a concept and it's not out for kind of, you can't buy it, at least now, but, um, it looked pretty cool. I'd, I'd like it if I ever got the chance to buy one and had the money, obviously. Sounds utterly pointless. Uh, let's be honest. Probably. Let's, let's just, you know, let's call a spade a spade. The steering <laughs> wheel's cool. I like the steering wheel. Among other things. Was that the, um, I don't know. If, uh, I saw a screenshot. I wasn't sure if, uh, if if this was right or not. Was that the same car where um, you could actually drive it using a PS5 controller? I, th- I think so, probably. Actually, what? yeah, I think that's how. <coughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> I think that's how they introduced it. I'm sure they like, introduced stage, the car. They on. like drove it with the PS5 dual sense controller. Oh, in, my, in my head, I was thinking, oh, is, is the steering wheel just a massive dual sense? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be insane. But imagine if you were driving the car with the dual sense and had drift, you'd be buggered. <laughs> I just kept on drifting on the motorway. Like, oh, this isn't going well. No, I just, I've got in my mind that, um, was it Tomorrow Never Dies? Where Bond's oh, yeah. in the car with the yeah. <laughs> yeah. Other phones are a mill. That, that is true. Yeah, one, one thing that I do like about it, actually, it's got like AR, um, like aspects to it so you can look in the screen and it'll it's got a camera at the front of the car and it comes up with like information about the places around you and stuff like that that's pretty cool who's going to be looking at it me i would <laughs> while running people over going, oh that's interesting <laughs> yeah the driver can see because they can see in front of them and they can see like all the information that the ar screen shows yeah all the other gubbins that's going to be distract their attention yeah uh, probably but okay it's fine. Okay. Actually, this is going to be a problem, child, this thing. <laughs> oh, I'd love to give it a go. Because people are going to be driving that thing, and all you'll be hearing is... <laughs> that's what's going to happen. And that's just Lisa in passenger seat. <laughs> oh, that's a bit harsh. I know, she'd be driving. She's a better driver than me. She, but don't don't tell her that I said that. <laughs> no, this podcast isn't going live in two days' time. <laughs> She don't listen anyway, thankfully. Could, we've lost a potential listener. I'll, I can get her to listen to it. <laughs> if she's never listened to begin with, didn't lose the listener. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We could gain one. We could gain one. It's yeah. okay. Funnily enough, I was talking to my cousin the other day. Sorry, I'm going off on a tangent again here. Um, and he's like, he's like, oh, what's the podcast that you're doing? I'm like, oh, I'll send you a link, mate. He said, and I said, he said, uh, oh, yeah, I love a good podcast, mate. I, I'm like, I never said they were good. <laughs> 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 oh, dear. But yeah, 
anyway. <laughs> How utterly professional it was. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's um, obviously I'm biased. I think it's a fantastic podcast, but yeah. Um, but you don't want to raise expectations for other people. I get exactly. It. Yeah. I get it. You get, you, I'd rather under-promise and over-deliver. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. yeah. Hey, put that in your appraisal, Mark. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I will. That will make no sense to the listeners. <laughs> I'm going to cut all this out. Right, well, shall we move on to some casting news for yeah. our favourite uh, video game TV adaptation? Yes. And Nathan is still not finished. I have actually, while I've been off. Excellent. I've not, I've not really, I'm joking. Oh! <sighs> I hate you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> right, well, <clears throat> if you don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about The Last of Us. It's on the HBO. And they have done some couple of castings for a couple of characters. So, I'll start off with one that's probably not too controversial. Um, so we have got our Jesse, uh, who was the guy that hangs around, uh, with Ellie and Diana. Dina. Dina. I knew I was going to say that wrong. <laughs> uh, so the actor that's playing him is Young Mazzino. Um, I don't, no, but I'm too much other than apparently he's stars in Beef. Whatever that is. Apparently it's Emmy nominated, so I'm like massively out when it comes to all sorts of TV shows and stuff. Um, but good luck to him. I'm sure he'll kill it. Now, onto the juicy one. We have our Abby, who has oh, been cast. I thought, I thought you were going to announce the Dino one. Oh, I've not seen the Dino. Is that that as well? No. Well, I've, I've thrown that in without actually... <laughs> they've definitely announced it, but I haven't got the notes here. Oh, I do apologise. I'm just going to check if... Uh... Isabella Merced has been cast as Dina. Ah. Don't know much about her, though. Well, again, I'm sure she'll kill her. So, <laughs> moving on to our Abby. Uh... It is Caitlin Deva. I hope I've said that right. Deva, I believe. Deva. This, so, I think, is a stroke of genius. You reckon so? And I'll tell you why. Well, her TV credits do include uh, The Last Man Standing, Justified, Unbelievable, and Dope Sick. And she's also been in the films Booksmart, Rosalind, Next goal wins and no one will save you. Now the, reason, the reason I say this, I think this is genius is because mm. if you followed anything about the casting for the the first season, everyone online was banging on that they wanted Caitlyn Diva to play the Ellie. Mm. They kept going on about it constantly, and they have it. And then when Bella Ramsey got cast, the internet did its thing. Where they just everybody hated on it, so they they didn't get the person they wanted. Oh, she didn't look like her. Yeah, things like that. I hate yeah. that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then obviously we all know what happened. You know, they were the same with Pedro. A lot of people, there were quite a bit of negativity about Pedro as well. And then they both just absolutely killed it. Yeah. I didn't. I didn't see so much for Pedro. Oh, there definitely wasn't as much. 
but there was some. Okay. But it was it was mainly around the Ellie. Of course. But, now, without going into anything spoilery for the game, for the second one, I think that's a stroke of genius to cast her as Anna, if you know anything about the game. Because that's just feeding into that mentality of the people. It makes perfect sense to me. I think they knew exactly what they were doing. I find it hilarious. And I can't Do you think they've done this in a a bit of a troll way? Yes. Yeah, okay. (laughs) But I I think she will nail it. I think it's brilliant. I think that... Well, I don't think anyone can argue about looks, because... But she needs to beef up, beef up a bit. Yeah, that's it. She needs to get on the oh, That'll be fine. <laughs> few, few burgers, it'll be fine. I mean, that's that's easy for, like, actors and actresses nowadays, isn't it? You need to beef up? Yeah, just give me like three weeks. And I'll just like Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Can't wait. Can't wait to see... Well, I want a trailer already, to be honest. <laughs> oh, no. They've only just started filming it, haven't they? More than likely. I mean, because of the... Uh, the Writers Guild of America strike, I think uh, they had to push production to February this year. Yeah. So not again season two until at least 2025. Well, this story is going to be divided into two seasons, I believe. Yep, they've already, they've already said that. I've said that. Okay. So that'll be interesting. Um, Which makes sense if you know anything about the story. Yeah, certainly. I could... I'm just trying to think where I could see a natural jumping off point for yeah. the third season. So, but you know, we never really spoke about the the actual the actual series. I just was like, do you know what my favorite bit of the whole show was? Bill? No, no, no. my favorite bit about the show wasn't actually about the show. It was oh. about listening to other people talking about the show. Because at, at work, there was about four other people like, who never played the game didn't know anything about it mm. and they were engrossed for the series really and, yeah and every week they would like, come to me and start talking to because they knew i'd played the game and you know and it was just wonderful listening to that like, how much they were looking forward to the next episode how they were so like excited about what had happened and things like that and and they were like telling me what they thought was going to be happening in future episodes, and I'm like, mm, oh, that's interesting. They think that's, but it was just, I just found it, it, I found it quite uplifting that other people got to experience this story, who never played the game or never in general pick up a control pad. So for me, that was just a lovely thing. But I, just, I look for, I'm very interested in what people will think of the next season. <laughs> so I think it'll yeah. divide opinion like yeah. the original Ooh, like game, the game. But, yeah. yeah. But yeah, I'm looking forward to that. But no, that was my favourite thing about it, actually, just listening to other people. Mm. And my brother as well, because he's never played the game, and he, he was really loved the series as well. That's quite interesting. Mm. It's Well, obviously, because it's had a series, it transcended games, and generally, if you're a gamer, 95% of you has probably played The Last of Us, and you get it. So it's nice to have different people coming in with fresh eyes and it's interesting you say like they thought things might have gone a different way where obviously we've played it for well over a decade ago now probably um we have our own preconceptions yeah so it was nice for me sometimes because obviously they change certain bits you know and Mm. it was nice for me to have conversations saying oh well in the game they did they 
did they soon put in the series and it seems to have gone this direction. It was nice just having those conversations, really. So, more of them. Let's have more of that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that'll be that then, chaps. Thank you very much. Uh, if you enjoy listening to us, please consider tuning in next time. We release weekly on Tuesdays. You can visit our website at junkingdolphin.com. Follow us on all social media platforms. You can find Joking Dolphin on YouTube and Facebook, as well as on Instagram and Twitter at Joking Dolphin. Until next time, thanks for listening. Goodbye. Take care. Bye-bye.